0: And welcome back to another episode of the Dreamer's Manual podcast. Now, I don't know about where you're at, but I feel like Alaska is probably behind most other states in the Northern Hemisphere, at least, when it comes to summer and sunshine. It is just now starting to get warm here. Things are starting to get green, and we have lots of daylight currently. I'm recording this in May, and the sun is going down about 11 p.m. and coming back up at 5 a.m., but really it's not pitch black at all. Like You could be up at 4 a.m. and start to see the sunrise. The same thing at 2 a.m., you could see it's dusk, but it's not fully dark. So that's sort of the fun and also part of what's exhausting about living in Alaska in the summer because you really just don't want to go to sleep. It's, it's hard when it's 11 o'clock at night and the sun is shining down and you just want to sit on your back porch and read a book or have a margarita. It's hard to tell yourself, no, it's actually late and you should go to bed. (laughs) So we just all kind of go 24 seven here in Alaska. And then in the fall, we kind of just like come sliding into that home plate exhausted, hopefully with a freezer full of semen for the winter and just ready for a nap. our long winter's rest. So today I wanted to talk about how I personally set my business up for success in the summer. Now this is my, I think, fourth year doing this. So I have a little bit of a routine way that I think about things and questions that I ask myself before writing my, or developing my summer schedule and figuring out what I'm going to do. Before that, If you don't know, my signature course, Hire, Hire, Pants on Fire, is now live. You can sign up and register. The link's in the bio. And we cover everything you need. If you're going to be hiring someone in your online business in the next one to six months, This is a perfect place to get started because we go through your foundations, what you need to, in my opinion, successfully have in place before you start thinking about who would be the right person to bring on your business. And then we really dive into what type of business structure you want, who you want to bring on, what's that next right hire. We have some really cool spreadsheets and resources for this as well. Then we get into the hiring process, how to write that job description that attracts the people that you want to work with to your business, how to do the interview process, questions that I always ask that are so revealing during that process, and rating the people that you interview so you could figure out who you want to hire. Then we talk about onboarding and offboarding. So those are really important things in order to make sure that not only people feel supported, that you set them up for success when they come in. And if somebody does need to step out of your business for any reason, you're able to confidently remove them from all the things and wish them well, hopefully along their way. So www.julietraining.com backslash dream team is where you'll find more information for that. And now let's get into how I set my business up for success in the summer. So number one, sounds simple, but I get really clear on what I want for the summer and what are the non-negotiables. So I think about how much time, if any, do I want to take off? What events that I have coming up, whether they're trips, camping, kids' birthdays, summer camps, all of those things, I want to make sure that I have those as much as possible written out. Or if I want that freedom and flexibility, for example, to take off on a Thursday afternoon and not work Friday, or take my laptop with me and have some things done that you know would need to be done in person, that I think about what I want that experience to look like. I, of course, think about what my family needs and what their schedule is going to be like. So for the kids, what do they have going on? What kind of camps do they have? What activities are they going to want to do with their friends? Where I want to schedule spending time with them, whether that's on hikes or we got paddleboards and a little kids kayak. So we like to go to lakes and do that. That doesn't have to be scheduled in ahead of time, but I want to think about when we're going to do that in our day, what that's going to look like, and the best time to fit that in for everybody. And then thinking about your business, what type of projects do you have coming up? Do you have launches? Do you have things that are in the works? Do you have client projects or launches? Anything you've already committed to, let's jot that down, figure out what that is so you can make sure that there's time and space for that in the calendar. And then it doesn't hurt to run these things through a filter, sort of that eliminate, delegate, this can be done later filter. When I did this exercise last week, I actually moved an entire project that I was really excited about to the fall because it just didn't feel good anymore where it was. It already had been moved up just a little bit and that timeline just didn't feel like it would be the best that it could be with that sort of a rush. So I'm happy where it's at. It felt really relieving. That's sort of how you can tell when you've done the right thing or made the right decision. When you kind of take a sigh of relief, then you know that it was the right thing. So think about, are there things that can be moved eliminated, delegated, outsourced, whatever it might be, take a look at your list and maybe start making some notes or use different color highlighters and kind of tentatively mark those in. Something that I always love to do is to ask my kids what's on their summer wish list. And if you don't have kids, this could be your spouse or you could talk to your friends and see like what are some things that they're really hoping or wishing to do this summer. But I like to ask my kids what are the things that they really want to see happen and make sure that that's on my radar so that when I'm thinking about things and scheduling it, I know that we're all included in that list. That feels really good. And I know I already touched on Alaska. I actually just saw a, must've been a TikTok of somebody who was talking about summer in the Northern Hemisphere and how people up North go so hard for the summer. And I find that to be really true. This could be in a different place and I'm not sure, you know, for the South or how this feels, maybe it's so hot that you have to be inside. But for us, it's like, we're going to go until we absolutely drop because the winter can be so brutal that... We need to soak it all in when we can get it. So I really do take this planning very seriously The second thing don't hate me If you've listened to a few episodes, you know what i'm going to say Do a time study. We have that freebie It's julietraining.com backslash starter kit We have that time study there for you that has all the columns and the you know The chunks of time and the drop down so you could decide what you want to do with those tasks but Please, I think it's so important as things shift seasonally, especially if you have any type of schedule that changes. For us, the kids are in school and then they're not. So that's a significant shift to our schedule. But it could be uh, a spouse's job schedule. It could be anything that you have going on, it is so worth it to do a time study and see where you're spending your time. I would ask you to do five days. Three is okay. Like three will give you a baseline to look at, but that's going to be really important. It's also going to go back to that filtering out, eliminating, delegating, assigning to later, or, you know, knowing what you want to do more of that is going to give you the best information to really ruthlessly look at what for me is a really busy season and one where I also desire a lot of freedom and make sure that I'm doing just the things that make the most impact for me, my clients, my kids and the rest of it is going to have to wait. And then the fun part, I think it's a fun part, is you start to develop a picture of your tentative schedule and you can start to either time block this in your calendar or Put a eight by 11 sheet up and just kind of say what your days look like, what your week is going to look like for this new schedule. For me, I'm looking at my number one personal goal for the year, which was physical health. That was mine. And I talk about this in shifts I made in 2022, that solo episode. We'll link that below. But movement has been such an important part of my life. And even more so because I signed up to run 15 miles. So right now I am running (laughs) a mile and a half. So I'm getting there slowly, but surely it's going to happen. So that still feels really good for me. And it's my intention that I set. So I'm figuring out how that fits into my calendar and where it's going to go in this new season. And for me, that is going to shift. The time that that's happening is moving. Then I'm also Reclaiming a couple hours a day. My kids go to school a decent ways away. So I spend two hours a day on average commuting back and forth to pick them up and drop them off. So I've just reclaimed two hours of my day. That's amazing. So I can, without that school drop off schedule, I can choose if I want to work later. I could start work at the same time. I can really leverage those couple of hours and you know, maybe end up taking more time off in the afternoons or on Fridays, whatever it looks like. So I know that I can now have more freedom when creating my schedule outside of that bookmarking event. Something that I have learned the hard way is to get things on the calendar as soon as possible. Block off holidays, family time, launch your project dates and then update, for me, my Auto calendar, but especially if people can auto book with you, I cannot tell you how many times I have not done this and somebody will book like a month out and I think, shoot, I really, I'm not gonna work that day and so I have to then contact them and move it and it turns into a whole thing when I could have just blocked it out on my Google Calendar first because I knew that whether it's my, kid's birthday or something's happening, we're going camping, I can take those dates out of my calendar immediately. And that'll just save you a lot of hassle and give you some clarity because as you're looking at that higher view, you're going to see if you're out of the office, you know that things are going to need to shift in your business. Now, this is one that I'm personally leaning into more as I've been creating more content. So as an individual, it kind of feels like I am a lot of places right now, which as an introvert and somebody who's worked historically behind the scenes feels very new, but I am on the TikToks. <laughs> I am doing Instagram lives. I am doing the podcast. I have that extra weekending episode that's been so much fun. So a few reels here and there. I have a lot of things happening and I'm enjoying them immensely actually, but I know that if I want to have the schedule that I want for the summer, I don't want to be tied to having to create a certain amount of content every day or every week. I want to, as much as I can, batch that content out and you guys might already do this, I have not done a great job of this up until this point. It's just gotten a little loose. So I'm going to look at my calendar and pick days that I'm going to do my TikTok videos that I'm going to record for the podcast. I already have that set up a little with guest episodes because they only can book certain days and times. But even for my solos, when am I going to sit down and talk with you guys and share all of the things. So that is, uh, if you're familiar with six-week sprints, that's what I'm doing this year in my business. And for this sprint, I'm doing two. One is an improvement and one is a project. So my improvement sprint is to batch my content, not only create the schedule plug it into ClickUp, but then actually do the thing. So that's super fun and feels like a really good and positive structure to move into the summer with. Now, hopefully listening to this, this doesn't sound like a ton of work or something that is like a chore that you have to do. In some ways, there are recurring tasks that are chores like blocking off our calendar, But I promise you this is going to pay off for you so much If you move into a new season with intention with what you want to create the experiences you want to have And how you want that season to look and feel That is only going to pay off And it will create more of that thing that you want I definitely am a seasonal being and I want to experience the gifts of each season and for me There's a lot of sunshine, outside time, family time that I love to have in the summer. And in different types of the year, there's different gifts. But I encourage you to lean into the season. Don't fight it. Don't push against it and wish it were something it wasn't. Because I think when we look back on times in our lives, we're going to regret those things that we just fought for no reason. But if you lean into the season for what it is, that it might be slower in some areas, that it might be busier in other areas, I think you're going to have a lot more ease and a lot more joy and ultimately be more productive and successful in all of the areas of your life. So... My hope is always that what I share with you is helpful and inspiring. Again, if you're interested in hiring for your online business or for your clients, send me a DM with the word hire on Instagram. I'm Julie Calcote OBM or check out julietrainingcom backslash dream team and I'll see you there.